Welcome to Language Stories, a podcast discovering languages around the world and meeting the people who speak them. I'm Lindsay Williams from Lindsay Does Languages, a language-obsessed chica on a constant exploration of languages no matter where I am in the world. And over the next few weeks, I'm bringing you a handful of mini bonus episodes that almost became full language stories episodes in their own right, but didn't quite get there, but still deserve their moment in the spotlight. And this episode, welcome to El Salvador. This episode, we're discussing a language in the same family as Nahuatl, the language we focused on in episode six of season one of Language Stories. And this time, we're talking Pipil. As you might remember from that episode, Nahuatl and Pipil are members of the Uto-Aztecan family of languages, which spreads all the way from Idaho in the USA down to El Salvador. So for this episode, we're looking at the southernmost spoken language in the family. Before we get into it, I want to add that sometimes Pipil is called Nahuatl. To avoid confusion with Nahuatl from episode 6 of season 1, I'll be calling the language Pipil in this episode. When I first start to give you some facts about Pipil, it might sound like the same old story. Colonial language comes along, takes over daily use, native language struggles for survival, but there's hopefully a positive twist at the end of our tale. Around the time of the Spanish arrival, Pipil could have been spoken by up to a million people in the region. So, you know, just a small handful. Pipil is spoken today by around 500 speakers, according to Wikipedia, 20 in 1987, according to Ethnologue, and around 97, most of whom are semi-speakers, according to research by Alan King et al. in 2014. So, you know, who knows? However, what's interesting about Pipil is how many revitalization efforts have popped up in recent years, from online courses to books, audio recordings, and the one that really caught my eye, language nests. This is our positive twist to the tale. Language nests are a technique for revitalization efforts of a language, first used in New Zealand with the Maori language. In fact, the term language nest is a direct translation of the Maori, kōhangareo. What is it? Super simple in concept, it involves putting community elders who can speak the language with families and young children for a few hours of immersion, playing, reading, etc. It's about bringing the elders and their language into the education of the youngest generations. Plus, what an awesome name, Language Nest. Since first using Language Nests in the 80s, Maori has gathered much attention for its revitalisation efforts, with the Language Nest concept being adopted by various revitalisation programmes and communities around the world, from Canada and the USA, including Hawaii, to Finland and El Salvador. What I love about this idea is that it's inevitably not just language that's shared. By allowing community elders time with young children, the opportunity emerges to share stories, tales and facts about the culture that lives alongside that language, which is so important. Language without culture is just words. Language and culture is life. Coming up next time on Language Stories, more mini bonus episodes. And in the next one, we'll be asking the question, do you need to go to a place to really speak a language? Does immersion work? You've been listening to Language Stories, a podcast by Lindsay Does Languages. If you like what we do and you like video, then head on over to our YouTube channel, where you can watch the sister videos to the podcast episodes from season one. 
If you haven't yet listened to season one of Language Stories, go and do that now because later this year I'll be releasing season two and you want to be ready to listen to each new episode of season two as they come out. To make that as easy as possible, subscribe to this podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts and if you're feeling generous, leave us a review too. It really does help us to get found by new listeners who may well love Language Stories as much as I hope you do. As always, you can follow me in all the usual places, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that jazz, and learn more at lindsaydoeslanguages.com. Until next time, keep learning languages and keep sharing stories. Hasta la próxima!